Hello and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 Podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your Certified Ketogenic Integrative Health Practitioner, and this show is an extension of my coaching practice, Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness. Here, we discuss blood sugar dysregulation, hormones, and inflammation based off of research, clinical practice, and not-so-common sense. We use food, lifestyle, labs, and faith to get to the reason of why your body is going so crazy and then pull it out from the root. You'll not only learn why your body is doing what it's doing, but you'll also learn how to support it and heal it yourself. Welcome to the show. Kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. And today we are on our last part, part three of Candida Albicans and what to expect when you're expecting. Stay tuned. Did you know that using doTERRA peppermint essential oil and fractionated coconut oil together is an awesome way to have a very clear nose while if you're getting a stuffy nose experience? Did you know that eating it and rubbing it on your chest onto the flats of your feet are also a great way to help you to clear your, your immune system? Did you know? And now for some chit chat. Okay, guys, it's been a borderline week since I've started my probiotics. My probiotics. Good night. Um, I've been. I've started my protocol, my Candida protocol, and I am really happy with the results. Um, I'll have to talk a little bit more about it in the health segment because I think it's just going to throw you for a loop. But I'm really happy with the results so far, and I've just begun. That doesn't mean it's over. It means I'm happy with the results now, and I'm very glad to be on, on this and knowing that I am working towards getting my, my gut all cleaned up and making my getting myself a bo- more healthy. Sometimes the healthiness is things that you can't see, the things that p- other people can't see. I mean, nobody's looking inside of my gut, um, <laughs> but in any case, I'm really glad, like I said, to uh, be on the protocol. In other news, I... While I was on my um, uh, stateside vacation, I guess I'll call it, I ordered some some period pads, and so they're they're reusable, and you you just snap them onto your panties, and then that's that. So they are 100% cotton. Uh, they're made from 100% cotton. They're from a clean company. It's actually called the Period Company. Um, I I, ha- I have not. I have not had to use them just yet, uh, so I'm waiting to see. But I did do a trial run just because that's the way I roll. So I've walked around in them a couple of times. Don't worry. I ordered two um, two orders of them, so I've got plenty. I can't wait to uh, see how these hold up in in the test of time and the test of of my hormone shifting. Because, like, honestly, we'll just see. We'll see. You know, because I know of another brand, but that was uh, suggested by a, a trusted friend and I, I took I took on this brand 
So we'll see. We'll see. But that's the chit chat, guys. Um, I'm on my protocol and I've got some period pads. I've got some reusable period pads in black, no less. And now for an Equilife update. Equilife is offering to you, only for this week, probiotics. Get a free bottle of clean gut probiotics on all orders over $149. Probiotics have become a very popular aspect of foundational nutrition for a lot of people. But while the benefits of probiotics are numerous, lots of people don't understand which strains do what and which probiotic, probiotic is right for them. As a matter of fact, they don't even know when to take it or if they should take it. That's where Equalize Clean Gut Probiotic comes in handy because their clean gut probiotic contains eight different strains of beneficial probiotic organisms, including the ever important Saccharomyces boulardii. And you know I talk about that. And they're excited to provide a great opportunity to try this probiotic with this week's promo. So once again, you can get it a free bottle of clean gut probiotic on all orders over $149. The link will be in my link tree. Uh, in the in addition to the eight well-researched organisms that work in symbiosis with each other and the natural strains of the gut, the clean gut probiotic also has the added benefits of Saccharomyces boulardii, like I mentioned, a different type of probiotic that is not, not bacterial-based, but boasts a range of unique benefits, including reducing bo- uh, bloating and gas, supports immune system health, it maintains good gut bacteria, restores balance of microbiota, provides nutrient absorption. All of this is important. So all of this being accepted and being available to you, if you're having some issues and you want to know more about it, you can always DM me uh, on Envision Health, Envision underscore whole underscore health, and I can tell you a little bit more about it. But if you just want to jump right to it, the link will be the link tree, and then you can get yourself some clean gut probiotic. Again, it reduces bloating and gas, which means it's going to clean it cleans the gut of excess yeast and unwanted bacteria to reduce unpleasant bloating and gas. It strengthens digestive balance and st- stimulates the production of antibiotic antibodies that helps to pr- defend against invaders. As a yeast-based organism, it can survive better during the use of certain medications and in the GI tract's often harsh environment, which is great. We need that harsh environment. It flushes out harmful bacteria. Hello, Candida. Can we say Candida? Hello from the gut, leaving room for good bacteria to flourish, and it protects the intestinal lining from harmful bacteria, increasing the production of digestive enzymes, helping you absorb nutrients. And that's natural, coming from your own body. So if you are interested in getting that free bottle, don't wait. This For this week only, jump on the link on my link tree. It'll be connected so that way you can get this clean gut probiotic bottle and you can try it out for free. Who doesn't like free? I like free. Envision Health team is so very proud to say that they have partnered up with Promptings so that way they can also show appreciation, give appreciation, show the love. I love receiving a card in the mail. You don't really see receive those these days. And so I know that when other people receive cards in the mail, it has to be just as beautiful. So that is the the Envision Health uh, team has partnered up with Promptings, and now we are going to be able to send cards all over the world, and we'll be able to help others who want to send cards all around the world as well. 
so that way they can, you know, bring a life and light to others. You may have heard Nicole Williams speak about this before when she was on our on her, our episode, one of the podcast episodes. She mentioned that she said, send out cards and, you know, helping people to feel loved, you know, from a distance. And that's exactly what this is. So Envision Health update. Envision Health has partnered up with Promptings. If you have any questions about Promptings or what is available, feel free to check down in the link tree and it'll have more information there for you. Promptings is a fantastic way to send out cards to those you love, those you care about, those who are in your business circle and your networking circle. And as you send out your first card, remember you are about to activate a process that generates genuine human connection. The world needs your genius and the people in it need you to act on the promptings you receive. You just join a movement that is out to change the world with thousands of people who believe in you and the gifts you have to give. That we are a community of card senders that know the value of acting on promoting promptings and are ready to celebrate you as you act upon yours. Together, we can make a positive impact on millions of people's lives. We share a connection with each other that grows stronger every time one of us reaches out to let someone know they matter. That is something to be proud to be part of. We are so grateful to you for saying yes to this opportunity and bringing your heartfelt messages out to the world. We are here for you on this journey. That came from Send Out Cards, formerly known as Send Out Cards, now Promptings. I'm so excited. Okay, now we're talking setbacks. Let me just tell you right off the bat, I think I ate about six tablespoons of 100% peanut butter last night, even. It was last night. I had the peanut. It's a, I have an emmer, an emmer. It's, um, it's a bucket and it's not, it's just, just the peanuts. Nothing more. Uh, this is just ingredients. Pinda. That's it. No oils added, no sugar added. I love it because Albert Heinz sells it. And at first, like there was not an option. And all of a sudden it was like, they knew I was following keto. And then like, they just put it out there. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. So that's what I started buying. And I love it. And you know, this is like, I think double the portion of what you would get in a jar, like a Vita door jar. And, um, it is like, so, it is so worth it. It's like four euro, like four euro 30 or something. And right now, right, right now, like this moment now, that's like the equivalent of um, four, $4 and some change. Um, this is one kilo of peanut butter. I'm just saying folks, I mean, this is great. And it has the crunchy one and it has the, um, the smooth one, but wait, 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 wait. we're talking about setbacks. <laughs> So the setback is because it's so delicious and you can you, you heard me reading it. So obviously it's nearby me. It's just been calling my name. I'm going to take it downstairs once I'm done with the podcast. Um, but it is, uh, I ate about six, maybe six tablespoons worth of <laughs> peanut butter. And I, I didn't not feel well. But I did. I was ashamed. <laughs> I was ashamed. So I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder, pushing myself forward towards a new positive moment where this is not what happens because I have goals, right? So, uh, 
I'm laughing because it's like, I love peanut butter. Just sprinkle some salt on it with like some some really con uh, Ceylon cinnamon and maybe a drop or two of stevia and you've got something wonderful. But anyway, 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 that's not what I did. I just had the tablespoons of peanut butter, but still that was enough. That's a setback. Danielle, it's a setback. It's a setback. Now for some motivation and encouragement. I want to motivate and encourage you all to reach out to those who have been silent on their side of the line, on their side of the track, on their side of the email, and just let them know that you care, that you love them, that you're watching over them, that you're praying for them, even if you're not in their in their physical space, but that you you can you feel that there's something going on. If they're in your mind, then they're and they're in your heart. That means there's a prompting. There is something that is encouraging you, pushing you towards praying for them and, you know, sending out some love, whether that's by email, text, if it's by a, a WhatsApp, which is, you know, text <laughs> or whatever the case may be. I want to motivate and encourage you all to let people know that they're loved. It's a, sometimes it gets pretty dark. I was in a, I was in a dark place listening to a podcast and I had to really ask the Lord to like take me out of it. And I was so, it was so unfortunate because usually I get some, I, I'm really uplifted by it, but this time, I mean, it's just what it is, you know, they were just telling the truth and the truth stunk. So maybe just maybe you can be the light by encouraging, being hopeful and praying for people, letting them know that you're praying for them because that makes a difference. And I can guarantee you when people know that you're praying for them, they actually heal a lot faster. I mean, I can't take that to science, but I know science has counted it. So Again, the motivation and encouragement is to for you to reach out to those who have been silent and maybe you've been thinking about them, but you've been waiting for them to make the first move. Stop waiting. You reach out. All right, you all. Now for the health segment, the health segment where we decide, we discern, we determine what to expect when you are expecting. You're candidate to go away, of course. <laughs> what to expect when you're expecting your candida to go away. Yes, this is the good part. This is the part that we've been looking forward to, right? So before we do that, let's go ahead and just get right back into there as far as why this is such a big deal. Maybe you're wondering, Danielle, what's the big deal about that? I mean, you so you fart, so your breath stinks, like, so you have a green toenail. I mean, what's the big deal? Who cares? Like, life was going to go on. I mean, just take the medication, just take the, take the medication, you know, put some tea tree oil on that toenail and, you know, uh, you know, take that medication that you can take orally and yeah, it'll affect your liver, but who cares? Like, cause then it'll be gone, right? The fungus will be gone. Like it'll come away from your toe, but dude, there's way more to it than that. And I just need you all to know this because then after that, we can go forward and we can multiply into happiness and all those great things. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's just lay this really lay this down really quick, real fast. The severity. Let's talk about the severity. It's gonna be short because we don't want to linger on the on the horridness. We don't want to do that. We just want to know what happens and then go forward and make our own decisions. So the severity of having candidiasis. You see, I, after saying it so long, I start saying it properly. Um, the the severity of having of having candidiasis or an overgrowth in the can, candida bacteria which is actually a yeast which manifests as a fungus <laughs> the severity can affect your blood in other words it's called the a deep 
invasive candidiasis and it can be life-threatening you would like you would have to get like intravenous iv antibiotics to get rid of this where do you get iv antibiotics at a hospital right do you want to go i mean okay so i'm not trying to if i'm not trying to go to the hospital over a green toenail or over you know trying to just throw something minor on a situation that requires major in in uh in, you know just it requires the major it requires it and not only, not only does it require it you need to respect it enough to know because like we talked about in the last two episodes based off of this part one and part two if you don't get these proper interventions in uh, uh, situated and choosing the ones that are actually going to do the job. Like we said, okay, so we knew what it was. We know what candida does. We know what it is. We know what, you know, we know that food is not enough. Eating all the Greek yogurt in the world is not enough. Eating all the kimchi in the world is not enough. Drinking bone broth is not enough none of this stuff is enough until you get to the until you get to the root what's the root there's an overgrowth why is there an overgrowth maybe you killed the other parts of the bacteria well how did you do that let's talk about it some ways that you could have killed them just like we mentioned before is by taking antibiotics uh an excessive round of i say excessive but look look your body already feels that you throwing antibiotics the same things that are supposed to kill bacteria into your gut and to get rid of something your body already doesn't like it because you wipe out all the good stuff i'm not saying that not to take an antibiotic i'm not your doctor right i'm just your health practitioner what i am saying however is that because i am your health practitioner i'm looking at the end game and the end game is you having a lowered good bacteria uh, floor in your in your gut so there's no room for them because they've been wiped out and so since they've been wiped out the pathogenic bacteria starts to starts to spread and it grows throughout your body throughout the gut floor throughout the gut the gut and it takes the space of the good ones so not only does it take not only does it hold its own space which would be fine it's supposed to be there but then it over it starts overtaking it starts t- conquering i mean there's nothing much to conquer because it's a wasteland because we knocked out all the good ones the good ones were supposed to be there and protect you but no they can't they can't because they're gone because the antibiotics because hey 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 let's not blame it all on the antibiotics there's so much more that we can blame it on how about alcohol how is your alcohol drinking alcohol drinking it plays a role you know, uh, oral contraceptives, birth control, it plays a role. Um, it's not just, um, it's not, (laughs) it's not just so simple anymore. Steroids, they play a role. They play a role. They play a role. So now that we know about the severity, which that's the extreme, but it happens and you can wind up in the hospital and you know some of the ways that it, it occurs bad eating you know highly high sugar high sugar eating 65% of americans i'm just talking about america now not the rest of you all 
that are listening and thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all listening from all over the world. I see you. Thank you. Um, 65% of Americans who consider themselves healthy have no clue that they have, that they have a candida overgrowth problem. (laughs) But if your, if your body is full of sugar, like we talked about this, how diabetes can perpetuate the problem. If your body is full of sugar or if it's not regulating well, or if it's been, if the, if the bacteria has been killed down by A, B, C, D, E, or F or G, and now they don't have any, you don't have any protection left to protect you from all these invaders or these, you know, these people, these bacteria that just want to grow. Can't you just let them live? Just let them live and let live. But no, it doesn't work that way. Your body needs balance. And the balancing act lies within having a proper amount of good bacteria to help protect you. That's where your immune system is. You're feeling sick. You take an antibiotic. (laughs) Goodness. And then it takes out all the good bacteria. It may have taken down some of the bad bacteria, some, but then you're dealing with biofilm. We talked about that, right? We talked about that last week. Biofilm, what the bacteria hide in. So that way they can't, and then they just bury down, they hunker down, and that's not awesome. So they've got this protection. The good bacteria is just like la di da, you know, sunshiny days. Whoa, what's that coming our way? Oh, oh, by John, by Jan, by Hans, by Hilda, it's all gone. The good bacteria, and then what? What happens next? The bad bacteria seizes the opportunity to grow, overgrow. And then it becomes pathogenic. And then the severity comes and you're looking at the gas and maybe you think it's funny and it's, aha, it's just gas. You know, I just stink up the place. I laugh it off. I stunk up the place. I didn't laugh it off because I thought it was funny. I laughed because I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what else to do. Halitosis. Oh my goodness. You know, when I was younger, at least as a child, people told me straight to my face, your breath stank. Oh my goodness. How sad that was. I brushed my teeth because I was afraid not to. At that point, you know, so this, this is a long, this is a long lasting thing for me, you know, blood sugar out of whack, toe, green toenail. I'm, I'm giving you all my business right now because I want you to understand that it's not just about gas. It's not just about a funky breath that you can just put some, you can take some Altoids for and call it a day. It's not because if you have to continuously add things to it just to make it normal, then we have a problem. We have a problem. I can see if you're taking supplements, like nutritional supplements, okay. You don't get enough uh, fatty fatty fish and all these things. You take your omega threes. You don't get enough. Um, you don't get enough sun. You take your vitamin D three and the K two, and you know. But this is we're talking about you know a continuous, a continual hiding of a problem, a covering up. I mean, I thought we were past that already. Aren't I thought we aren't we past covering everything up? Aren't we? So now that we are past the covering up phase, I hope we're going to talk about what, how to prepare for your protocol. Um, this is what I have searched. You may have other health practitioners that tell you else, something else. You need to listen to your health practitioner. They know you. I'm giving you general advice. If you want specific advice, then you are more than welcome to DM me and maybe we can work something out. But this is generally speaking, Okay. But I, I do want to preface it by saying there are certain things that just should be done to make sure that you have a, a good experience, as good as it can be, 
with this protocol is very important. Like number one, you need to detox. You need to have a real functional medicine detox. Why? To open up the liver pathways. Why? Because the liver holds on to the toxins. And if the liver holds on and filters the toxins, then once the one, the toxins need to be released and removed and, you know, just flushed from your system. But two, it can clog the, I want to say the ducts. Let's say the ducts. It can clog the ducts as your body is trying to clear things out of the system. And then you can wind up with Herxheimer reactions. What are Herxheimer reactions? That's when your body starts reacting to your trying to detox it by uh, things showing up like feeling nauseous or skin rashes or um, uh, skin rashes or diarrhea, some uh, such of that nature. So you want to be able to clear your liver pathways. You want to you want to clear that. A good twenty-one day detox would be perfect. A seven-day detox would be good, you know. But you want a fun, you want a functional medicine grade liver detox, so that it handles the phase one and the phase two of detoxification. If you don't detox, for example, or say you don't, if you don't do that liver detox, then you would need to at least do dry brushing. And that would be you. There are certain brushes that are specifically for dry brushing, or you can use your hand and do a gentle dry brushing that way. But the whole point is to bring it up towards the heart. You're supposed to bring your brush up and towards the heart or up and, and or down from your chest down towards your heart, or I should say your neck down towards your heart. The point is, is to help move the lymph fluid gently, but firmly where the skin is thicker, you press a little bit firmer. Where it's thinner, you're less because you're moving that lymph fluid. That lymph fluid does not move by itself. It moves when you move. You move, I move, just like that. You know, it's that's what it is. It'll move when you move. So since that's the case, if you're not moving, if you're not doing that liver detox, you need as much help as you can get. So I am dry brushing. <laughs> Because I have to, I wanted to jump right into it and I didn't wait for the liver detox. I'm telling you from experience and I'm asking you to not make my same mistakes. Uh, I'll tell you why in a moment. Uh, So dry brushing, jumping rope, that helps to move the lymph. Getting a vibrating plate, that will help to move the lymph. If you can't move, for example, if you're not able to move around, I mean, not all of us are fit, okay? Not all of us are even healthy. Not all of us are even borderline healthy. I mean, if you can't move, you can't move, whatever the case is. Hip problems, overweight problems, you know, I don't, I can't stand you problems, whatever it is. You know, grab that vibrating plate, order it on QVC, get it to your house. It means it really does do the trick. It does do the trick. Be prepared to limit foods. That would be number three, pre-protocol. Be prepared to limit foods. We talked about the foods that you would need. So that way you can have sufficient knowledge of what to drop and what not to drop. I gave you general information. If you want a specific, if you want specific foods, again, you can DM me and we can talk about it. If you want to, if you want someone to walk you through the protocol, I will be glad to do that. 
um, with more detail. But again, I have to speak generally, right? I have to be general. So be prepared to limit your foods. Chew thoroughly. Number four, chew thoroughly. Because you can just cause more aggravation. You cause aggravation, it causes inflammation. You cause inflammation that causes a rise in the, in the cortisol. Cortisol rises, blood sugar rises. Blood sugar rises, <sighs> candida feeds on it. And it's hungry for it. You can eat foods that cause that are naturally sweet. You can eat foods that are not naturally sweet. But if you have candida, <laughs> then the candida is feeding off of it, off of those sweet things, the starchy things, the, the flowery things, the thing things. So be prepared to limit your food and be okay with that because you know, you know that you have a goal of destroying this thing, bringing it back in the check, letting the good guys win and all that jazz, okay? Perry protocol or during the protocol, you may exhibit die-off. You may exhibit die-off. What is die-off? Well, I mentioned some of that. When, okay, so what I mentioned first was die-off or rather some of the symptoms of your not having a, a clear liver pathway. So that way your toxins can't easily move. But you may also exhibit die-off because the candida is dying off. And that's fantastic. That's something you really want to enjoy. That's something you want to revel in. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be all comfort and all. <laughs> doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable. You might get the nausea. You might get the gas. You might see the gas again because it's dying off. The, the candida, candida will start to express itself, re relief gases as it's dying off as well. So that's something to keep in mind. It's not just going to be, it's not going to be as simple as, okay, I never see this ever again and I'll never ever have to experience any of these feelings. You're going to feel, you're going to feel some of the die off. So like I said, um, you'll be looking at rashes, some some breakouts, um, maybe a little bit of gut discomfort, not too much. If it's too much, then there's something going on. You need to talk to your health practitioner or you need to talk to your doctor, whomever is leading you on this, on this candida bacteria overgrowth journey. Um, you will also, during the protocol, you may be, well, you may be going to go, you, you will be, as a matter of fact, you may be tired, more tired than usual, and you will, you should go to bed earlier. To, so, and why would you need to go to bed earlier? I'll be back with the answer. Okay, so we were talking about being more tired and going to bed earlier. The reason why is that your body needs that time for you to heal. Yeah, that thing, that thing that we're trying to do, you could be so counterproductive by staying up later when your body is trying to heal. Your body is already going through a lot. So it's it's being overworked, not necessarily overworked, but it's being worked a lot more than it would be normally because you're not having to heal. If you're sick, you go to bed. In this case, if you're healing, go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed at a reasonable time. I know that some of you can't do that. Maybe you stay up later because you have to wait for your spouse to go to get home or your kids to come home from work or um, 
you know, your Netflix show to turn off. Well, Netflix, you have no excuse because there's, I say, I always say there's no pause button for life, but there is a pause button on your TV shows. There is, there is. So maybe that's the case, but you, you need to get that sleep. That sleep is what's going to assist you in healing. And as you sleep and you get that time in, your body can repair and it doesn't have to deal with you constantly eating, whining, complaining, fighting, or did I mention eating? Yeah, that's usually that's usually one of them. Usually two of them, as I mentioned. So you want to make sure that you get your proper sleep so that way your body can truly heal the way it needs to. It can only do its best reparations while you are sleeping, while everything is shut down. You are in you are in a type of paralysis while you're sleeping. So that way your body can take care of itself without having to constantly <laughs> fix you while it's trying to fix the inner workings of yourself. So you want to keep that in mind. Make sure you drink plenty of water while you are on this protocol. You want to do this. I promise. Otherwise, you may experience constipation. If you don't drink enough water, you are you will more more likely than not experience constipation. And that's actually not nice, especially if you're having those hard pebbles that you need to pass through your through your bottom. It's 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 not a nice feeling. And then with the with the herbs and things that you're taking, of course, your your bowel movements are going to be different. They're not just going to be soft, smooth and whatever they are. Some of them may be very hard. And the more that you have to express or ex expel from your body, the more water you should drink so that you can help your body to flush your system. And that's that's just exactly what it is. You need to get that water in. If you're not getting in enough water, you're going to regret it. You're going to be massaging around your... I, I guess I won't get so... <laughs> I really just want to tell you exactly how it is, but let's just say that you're going to be in the, you're going to be sitting on the toilet for a long time and you can't push too hard because then you can rip something. So the better thing to do is to make sure you're drinking plenty of water, at least half of your body weight in ounces. I know you probably hate it when people say that, but it's true. Your body needs that amount of water. You're probably thinking I drown. Well, if you drink water slowly, and you take sips throughout the day, you know, outside of during your dinner time or meal time, unless you're drinking hot water. I drink hot water. I do. I drink hot water. I love hot water. And then as soon as I drink it, I feel better. And I know that I'm not killing my the acid that needs to do its job in my stomach. So there's that. But in any case, you need the water. You need the water now. I, I would like to say you need the water now more than ever because you're trying to get rid of a toxin and your lymph fluids need to have that water there. Otherwise, you're going to have slug, sluggish lymph fluid. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so viscous that it's not going to be able to get the job done. Get that water in. Get that water in. The lymph is another way to get rid of toxins. You cannot get rid of toxins if you're clogged up. Okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, you can always, during the peri or during this protocol, sip on bone broth, uh, make yourself an ACV elixir, which I would is apple cider vinegar, 
um, make that elixir. I think I mentioned that last week and ginger tea, like a real ginger, like the actual ginger organic, scrape it from the sides, get a thumb worth, cut it to be like, I don't know, the size of your thumb, cut it in pieces. If you want, put it in a tea egg, if you want, put it in the, in it, but drop that thing in the water, let it soak. It's going to be as spicy as all get out, but it's going to help soothe and it's going to make you make you feel better. So those are the things that you can do while you're on this protocol, while you, while you are not suffering, just going through these lovely motions, lovely, lovely motions. While you're going through these lovely motions, those are the things that you can do. Get proper sleep, make it an apple cider vinegar elixir as as potent as you can take it. I usually have about one to two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar to about 16, 16 ounces of water. Um, and then I will add, uh, this is just me, oregano oil. Uh, and then sometimes I'll add a, a pinch as salty as I can take it, a pink salt. And um, yeah, I mean, I was adding cayenne to my, to my elixirs, but I'm currently out of cayenne, so I need to buy more. In any case, those are the things that you can do. Not only does it help to stoke, not only does it help your your stomach to be nice and warm, especially it'll settle your stomach. If you have a histamine problem, of course, I would say don't do the bone broth or the or the apple cider vinegar. But I would then suggest to do the ginger. That's still awesome, and ginger is actually a very good biofilm disruptor. So you're still working on that. And that's really awesome. So that's what you do for during the protocol. That's just some, that's not all. Okay, so now we're gonna talk post, post protocol, right after the protocol, after everything is done. Let's just say that during and after you wanna, you're, you want to start re, uh, reintroducing food into your, into your, you know, your staples of the things that you enjoy eating slowly, but surely there's a graduated process to this. If you've heard any of my steps about how to eat and how to slowly add foods back in, then that's exactly what this is. What you're going to do is you're going to take one item at a time and you're going to eat it. You're going to eat it twice, two times in a row. You're going to wait three to four days, depending, give it three or four days. Does it cause you any bloating? Does it cause you any ailment? Does it cause you any high blood sugars? Does it make you floaty? Does it make your brain? Is it upsetting your stomach? Any of those things, get rid of it. If it's not, if it's neutral, or you actually feel great with it, then you keep it. And then you go on doing the same thing. Testing, testing, testing. Okay, so that's one. You'll be reintroducing your, your food, which is really awesome. You will also continue to manage your stress and your blood sugar. Do I have to explain it? For those of you who didn't last listen to the last two, I will. Or for those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me explain why you would need to manage your stress. If you don't manage your stress, then it causes inflammation. Stress Chronic stress in the body causes inflammation. When inflammation is high, it starts to, uh, uh, when chronic inflammation 
is at hand, I should say, then it starts to lower your immune system. If your immune system is lowered, then things that you would not want to get past you, such as viruses and candida or colds, all of those will be able to take over without much of a fight from your body because this that chronic stress kills those good bacteria, the things that protect you, the ones that, you know, your first line of defense outside of your skin. <laughs> the skin's the first line of defense. And then afterwards, you know, there's the mucus and everything. But, but when you get to the gut, the gut is indeed what burns anything else up. It destroys anything else before it gets out of hand. But if you don't have your good, if you don't have your good boogers, <laughs> if you don't have your good bacteria there to help fight, then you are left subject to being a subject to the viruses and the colds and all of the, and those diseases. And those occur very much through stress. And again, like I said, through steroid use, uh, whatever that is. Yeah, don't say that you don't use steroids. Yeah, I'm sure you don't pump you up. No, but there are other kinds like corticosteroids. You know, there are the steroids that your doctors shoot in you. I know you won't want to be in pain. I know they're helping you. They're supposed to be anti-inflammatory some way, somewhere, somehow. But it lowers your immune system. There's a trade-off. There's always a trade-off. Whenever you're dealing with pharmaceuticals, there's always a trade-off. That's why we talk about these natural things. So that way you can determine for yourself what you are going to do and what you're going to allow happen to you. Because in the end, you're the one who's going to live in your body. You're the only one who's going to live in your body. There are plenty of medical, allopathic, um, pharmaceutical pursuits to take care of this. But in the end, you lose. You lose. Because nobody has time to tell you that, okay, this is only for a short period of time. And afterwards, we need you to start reproliferating your gut with this good bacteria. or And maybe they do, but they don't say, first, we need to seal your gut. <laughs> they just kill it. And then they're like, okay, take some probiotics. Here you go. That's not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough and it doesn't work. I think we discussed that already, how that doesn't work on episode, on part number two of the Candida. It doesn't work. And it's good that we should, it's good that we know these things because then you can go forward and you can know, even if your doctor tells you to do all these things, then you know, okay, now I need to seal my gut. What do I need to do? And then you go from there. Okay. And then you take the, the, the probiotics and the prebiotics, and you certainly don't take prebiotics when you're trying to get rid of a, a pathogen. <laughs> you don't feed the, you don't feed, you don't feed the, the, the bad bacteria. You don't add more things in there in your gut to feed the bad bacteria before you've gotten rid of the bad bacteria. So prebiotics, I think of it like this. Prebiotics are like E for eat, preet, preet, prebiotics. Probiotics is what you want to add in because they're the pros. The pros are coming in. Does that, does that make sense to you? I hope so. Because at first I had no clue. Look, I went to school. I went to college even, and I still didn't know. And then, like, I finally realized once I went through the the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute, oh, that's what that means. I mean, that was not so long ago, friends. I graduated a year ago. Just saying. Moving on, we're going to go on to, we I talked about managing your stress, and we know why. And then, of course, if you don't manage your stress, then your blood sugar is going to go higher. If your blood sugar goes higher... 
then what occurs is that the candida feeds off of that. And so you're still feeding. It's like a prebiotic. (laughs) But since you have done everything that you're supposed to do, and this is post, this is after everything, now you can focus on prebiotics and dietary enzymes. And prebiotics are such foods like garlic and onion. You could add that back into your into your meals. Ugh, flavor comes back, friend. Flavor comes back. Oh, caramelized onion, yummy onion soup, yum with garlic. That's what I'm talking about. I can't wait. That's gonna be delicious. But prebiotics, you now you can because you're post. You can work on prebiotics, feeding the good bacteria because you've done everything you needed to do. Your last step was to add the good bacteria back in and you've been doing that. And that's been doing, you've been doing that all the whole time. You've been killing the bad bacteria, adding the good bacteria back in, killing the good, killing the bad bacteria, adding the good bacteria back in, breaking down the biofilm. Girl, you've been busy. So feed those good, good bacteria. But after you are done, with getting rid of the bad bacteria, okay? All right, so there is that part. There's also, I also mentioned dietary enzymes. Those, the dietary enzymes are a great help to you because they will break, they will help your food to be broken down at a more easy, in the easier state. Really, your body will be able to break the foods down, get the nutrients out of them, and then let them be dispersed and uh, issued to whichever cells that need it. As opposed to you not having, say that you still don't have enough dietary enzymes that you yourself are making, okay? Say that that is the case. Then if that is the case, then all of those, the foods that you're eating are still just being are still, though, that you've chomped them up well because you already know that you need to thoroughly chomp your food, chew your food, you're still not getting those vitamins and nutrients out of them. So they just float through the bloodstream. And then what? They don't go where they need to go. So they're passed through the system. Ooh, that's not nice. Excreting all that good stuff. Dietary enzymes. If you have a problem with with not being able to get enough nutrients, if you find after taking a hair tissue mineral analysis that you have lower vitamin this, that, or the other, then you may want to look into digestive enzymes. Um, but that is also for now, for what we're doing right now, what we're saying right now, which is that will also help you to get the sufficient foods that you need so that way your, guts can, your gut can also be fed appropriately the good bacteria, you know, the good guys. Uh, let me see here. The dietary enzymes, just to get, add one more note to it, is to help break down the foods to ensure that while the tight junctions of the gut are still being sealed, the enzymes can can help break down the foods so, that, so as to not cause damage to your tight junctions, which are the gut, which can, like I said, leach into the bloodstream. You want to avoid bad seed oils, okay? Now we're talking about what to not, what not to do, and what to do after you have, after you have completed your protocol. So we'll be right back with the rest of these, and then we're going to wrap it up. Oh no, babe, again. 
I, 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 you know, I couldn't help it. I know, but they can't help it looking at me. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. It's all the time. <laughs> it's always all the time. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating because I mean, I can, I can, I don't mind, but they're looking at me. I know, I know. Just don't move. And don't move. Yeah, don't move. If you move, then it's gonna the air is gonna be shifting. It's gonna go everywhere. Yeah, but you're moving because you think you got to stay with me, and you're moving away from me. <laughs> Just stay with me. Hey guys, having a problem with your gas? Are you passing gas sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes very rancidly, in public places, at home, in the private, or in public? Are you downing much? much much bino in the hopes of getting rid of that problem are you taking indigestives it's not the way it's not your gassy it's not your vegetables there's something going on with your gut and there's only one thing we can do about it it's fix it schedule a free health assessment a discovery a call so that way we can figure out what's going on and get you right back on track babe i'm moving Okay, so we were talking about what to do and what not to do after you finish your protocol to keep yourself in the best, best of places. And I mentioned bad seed oils. And I think you already know how I feel about them, but it doesn't matter how I feel. It's about what the science says. The science says that those damaged seed oils, canola, safflower, sunflower, rapeseed, all of these seed oils, seed oils, these industrialized seed oils, these bleached seed oils, these perfumed seed oils are going to damage your cellular structure and they have been damaging your cellular structure. And when the structure is being damaged and you're, that's causing inflammation in the body, once again with the inflammation, we already know about inflammation, so I'm not going to go back into it, but those seed oils cause inflammation in the body. What else would you like to avoid? Antibiotics as much as possible. Only take as much as you have to to get by. And that's only if you absolutely have to. I know, say you're a minor, you have to listen to your parents, right? I mean, thank you for those of you who are minors who are listening to this, but I do know that my audience is is not necessarily full of minors, but say that that is the case. Thank you so much. Um, You do need to listen to your parents. You'll need to, you you know, because they only have your best, uh, they only have your best at heart. But if you can help them to understand what antibiotics actually does to your body and that how it actually lowers your immune system, destroys what you actually have, and puts you in a more vulnerable state to which you will be more uh, more at risk for sicknesses, viruses, and whatnot, then maybe that will help them to make better choices. Mom, dad, those of you who are listening now, please think about that as you um, give your children antibiotics for the ears for their, for their earaches and whatnot. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be those ear infections, everything where they call it an infection and just throw antibiotics on you. Here, take some amoxicillin. Mm, yum, tastes like bubble gum. Like really, um, I remember. And, and, and please don't think I'm just this person who doesn't understand because Lydia had RSV. She had a respiratory virus. She had to take bronchosaline and albuterol. Albuterol is a steroid. It opens up her lungs. It's a steroid. She had to take it from the time I think she was like 
less like a little over a year old she wound up with with rsv no i so lie she was like three or four she was like four months or so she had rsv she had jaundice she had all these things going on with her little itty bitty body her little yellow yellow self with her dark brown eyes and straight hair <laughs> it's not straight anymore but she had all these things going on and i said okay well you know I, having studied, having had studied a lot of, of not necessarily medicine, but care, I just said, okay, well, let the doctor do what he's going to do. I'm very interested as to what was going to happen. And not that I didn't care about my child, but I figured that they knew better. But you know what? It's not that they always know better. It's just what they're trained to do. They were trained to give your child medication where medication is not necessarily the the best option but that's what they've been trained to do so you take a doctor you take your child to the doctor and they're going to give your child medication unless you're dealing with a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor and maybe then that won't be the case so i'm not saying i'm not saying that i don't understand i have been in a lot of people's foot i have been in your shoes i and i regret i have regrets I thank God that she's not as bad off as she could be, but like she does have, she has some problems that I knew I now I'm working on daily to try to fix, to help regulate her, you know, and if ever you want to know what her problems are, you can always ask her. I'm not going to tell you besides the, the baby stuff, but you know, those things, those all occurred. And, you know, and while I was pregnant, I had all these medications that the doctors were giving me as well. Here you go. Take this, take that, take the other. Yeah, this is safe for a pregnant person, you know. So I was, you know, I was on drugs, you know. I was on drugs while I was pregnant, you know, based off of that. I, my microbiome affected my child because the microbiome of the mother is how the the child gets their immune system when they pass through the canal, when they pass through the canal. And she passed through my canal, my birthing canal. So it's not like I'm trying to be obnoxiously perfect or anything. I just see these things. And I think if you see it and you recognize the things for what they are, you kind of get to a point where you just don't want that anymore. And I don't want to have you walking around feeling guilty or, or upset. I want this to be something where you can be jubilant about knowing that you have the knowledge to make a difference, to make a change. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be the way that they're saying it has to be. I mean, I think if anything, these last few years have taught us that it does not have to be the way they say that it is. I think we all have learned that lesson. At least I hope we have. So um, moving on, I did mention avoiding the bad seed oils, antibiotics, alcohol, guys, alcohol. I mentioned that earlier. Alcohol will wipe out your your immune system, which will leave you, you know, ripe and vulnerable for that candida if if that is your disposition, as well as steroids. I mentioned. They all, they all, they all just get the micro, uh, the microbiome out of control. You know, we're also talking about birth control. I mentioned that already. Um, while you are on your post, while you are posting instead of coasting, posting from your protocol, now you can sip on bone broth. Of course, like I said, unless you have a histamine issue, so on and so forth. Now you can. Now you can, you know, again, add more things to your plate, test, test your foods, test your foods, test your foods. Okay. What does, here's, here's something different. What does it look like to, to, um, pass some candida? Do you want to know? <laughs> Do you want to know? Remember I mentioned to you on the, I want to say chit chat. 
that I'm loving my protocol and I'm like seeing these things happening. Well, what does it look like to pass Candida? Oh my word. Awesome. I'm going to give you the scientific, I'm going to give you the science and then I'm going to tell you what I think. It looks like white. Oh, I hope you guys aren't grossed out or if you're eating or whatever, like, look, this is a health, this is a, this is a health podcast. Okay. So let's just do this. It looks like a white, yellow, or a brown mucousy in the stool, on top of the stool, in the stool. Um, it could also look like a white or yellow or light brown stringy thingy. <laughs> it can, your it can be frothy or foamy, that which passes through your system. You could also have loose stools or diarrhea as you pass it. What did it look like for me? You are probably wondering, do you want to know? I think it's so awesome. I wish I could take a picture and show you, but you would probably think I'm so gross, but I'm not. I, I love these things. I don't know if you all remember me telling you this, but I studied to be a medical assistant. I am a medical assistant. I am a licensed. Well, my license is now, you know, over it's been five years. Um, I was a licensed phlebotomist. This is what I did. I was in caregiving. I used to help people change their attends. I would take them to the showers. I would clean them up. I would put on condom catheters. You know, this is this for me. This is the jam. This is <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking in a toilet and thankfully here we have a toilet that has kind of like this shelf in it. It's not like a shelf shelf, but it's like a higher plated toilet where there's like a higher portion and then there's the water the water, the water gateway, the water canal that's a slightly uh, lower. But in any case, your 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 poo lands on the on the shelf. Your bowel movement lands on the shelf, so you get an opportunity to inspect it. And I'm all about that. And you know what? Some of these things that were mentioned, I I saw that. I saw them. I I won't tell you what because I don't want you to like get an image of me like sitting on a toilet or anything. You probably already did. But in any case, I love this because I think it's awesome. I love to see this is progress for me. Whenever I can see progress, I love it because, you know, otherwise you're taking tests. You're going to you're going to have to guess until you actually take a test. But if you know what you're doing and you're following a protocol and you have your 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 doctor beside you or your health practitioner beside you, whoever it is uh, leading your way then I think that you can go and do this with confidence. And I want to adjure you. I want to advocate. I want to just excite excite you to do this. This is important. I already mentioned the severity of what could occur. And yeah, it does happen to people. And as I mentioned before, 65% of Americans have candida overgrowth and they don't even know it because they just think that they need to pop another Beano you know, or, oh, maybe I just need to brush my tooth ha- harder, my teeth harder, my tooth. <laughs> maybe I just need to brush my tooth harder, or maybe I just need a good, a better tongue scraper, or maybe I need to invest in Altoids, you know? You know, it's just, there's going to be a time where enough is enough, and I hope that you don't let this ruin your life. I I, I hope that your feet are not so clad in closed-toed shoes all of your life when all you want to do is walk in the sand and not have people look at you. I hope that through all of this, when it's all said and done, that when you're walking down the street or you're standing in a store or you wind up sitting down somewhere, that if you have to pass gas, that it's not this really horrific, funky gas that is usually a humongous indication of candida. 
And that is the reason why we did this episode, because I personally have dealt with all of that. And I don't want it for you. And when I found out that there was something I could do about it, I said, enough is enough. And I pray that when it comes to you, your enough will absolutely be enough. Just like my type 2 diabetes was enough, I found that keto, I reversed that thing, I don't have type 2 diabetes anymore, just like that, just like this. When enough is enough, you will do whatever it takes to get your life situated again. Thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2. This was the last part of our three-part series of Candida. I'm so glad that you joined me. And I honestly pray that if there's anyone out there that needs a little help, a little bit of guidance, that they're not shy, that you can reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram. Uh, My handle is envision underscore whole underscore health. If Instagram is not your thing, please join me on my Facebook page and message me there. That is Envision Health Coaching. Uh, If you want to be a part of a a health coaching group that I've been trying to uh, uh, make more available to people, then you can just uh, attempt, you know, you can just request to be added to the private group, which means that none of your information is shared by anyone else or to around anyone else and not even your friends know that you're in the group unless you choose to let them know. And that is is, um, Envision Health membership. So I want to make sure that all these things are available to you. If you have questions, if you have needs, you can always reach out to me, teamihinwa at gmail.com as well, ihinwa, E-H-I-N-W. I'm here. I'm excited. I hope you're excited because there is so much that can be done. And in such little time, why waste all of these years being miserable when you don't have to be? Thanks for joining me and have a great day. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure. But we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.